Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. Walk steadily. Walk steadily. So we started, we opened the week about what do we do when our sight fails us, right? What happens? What's going on? And we've talked about activating our grace. We've um, discussed the importance of understanding when we're being sustained and how important being sustained is compared to just wanting to thrive and and seeking thriving without being uh, given over to being sustained, right? So today we're closing out about walk steadily. And as I was uh, going through preparing for today, the very thing that came up to me was hope. Um, because whenever we are seeming to be in a place of despair, where our sight fails us, where it doesn't seem like we can see God, we feel that something's wrong, and how do we keep moving forward? What do we do? How do I keep my faith, right? Um, and that word hope um, was the word that came up, and I said, so I needed to do some work, because honestly, I've never really studied the word hope. So I kind of rely on the present thinking, right? When we hear hope, oftentimes we think of wishful thinking, right? Things like that. And so I just found that hard to fit because how do I rest on your word, God, when I'm just wishfully thinking, right? So that wasn't working for me. So I had to go do some work. So y'all going to get the benefits of that work this morning, right? So do some work to really dig deep into when the Bible uses the word hope and what it means compared to our terms because words over years get watered down and used differently, right? Again, that's a subtle trick of the enemy is because that's the way he can change things or cause us to doubt God because our words get changed from generation to generation. It's meaning loses its effect. And if we don't really go back and research and do uh, the root word search of words and how we use words and why they're used a certain way biblically, we can really be uh, blind, Um in reading the word of God. And so as I searched and found the word hope, like I said, in our present thinking is often associated with a wishful thinking or some dream, right? But in biblical thoughts and in biblical terms, hope is synonymous with certainty, right? And in scripture, um, and I'm going to read Psalms 130 verses 5 through 6. It says, I wait for the Lord. My soul waits, and in his word, I do hope. My soul waits for the Lord more than those who watch for the morning. Yes, more than those who watch for the morning. And we talked earlier this week about his word being the foundation, the thing that sustains us, that when we're going through this sight-feeling transformation, God is elevating us to a place where we trust his word, where we're growing um, into where we are able to just stand and rest on God's word, have faith on his word, take action on his word, not just seeing the manifestation, but taking word and having patience to trust and wait on God's manifestation and fulfillment 
of his word. And so when I looked and realized that this word hope in biblical terms was synonymous with the word certainty, if you read just the first part of that scripture, I wait for the Lord, my soul waits, and in his word, I do have certainty. Right, That's where our certainty comes from. It's what allows us to walk steadily when we're in a sight-failing transformation. It's God's word. We are putting our hope or our certainty in his word. It's what we stand on. We stand on the promises of God. And we stand on the promises of God because God's character is perfect. God does not fail. Right? We trust and believe that God will fulfill the promises that he has put forth because his unchangeable and perfect character tells us so, right? And so we often, you know, relate also hope and faith, right? Because faith is the actions we take. It's how we move, right? The 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 execution that we do based on God's word. And hope is the thing that we hold on to. It's the thing that we cling to um, as we move forward with faith. And so you're able to walk steadily because your hope is what you're clinging to. And that hope is God's word because his word doesn't change. His promises will be fulfilled. And so as I was studying, looking through the Bible, and I was like, okay, where else do we see this where this word hope is, right? So as I went through, the Hebrew word for hope is the word tikva, and it's spelled T-I-K-V-A-H. And it's defined as accord or expectation or hope that comes. Um, and it says this comes from another root word, kavah, K-A-V-A-H, which means to bind together, collect, to expect, right? Tarry, wait for, on, or upon. And so in Hebrew, in the in the book of Joshua, this word, Tekva is used in the story of Rahab's encounter with the two spies. In that scripture, when it talks about the scarlet cord, that she was instructed to tie this cord of scarlet thread out of her window. And that cord, right, that same word for hope is what is used to describe this cord of scarlet thread. So it was her hope. That card signified Rahab's hope. It's what she was to cling to as she waited for the promises of the spies. It was the thing that she held on to that fueled her faith to bring her family into the home and be obedient to the word that the spies had given her. That was the hope she needed in order to be faithful, to do what they said, and then it is also the hope she clung to as she waited for the manifestation of their promise. Yeah, I got a little excited this morning when I was reading that because I had never seen that before. But it all makes even perfect sense and resonates with me. So hopefully it resonates with you because when you identify that that core was her hope, it's the same way God tells us on the other side of the cross that his word is our hope. It's the thing that we cling to, that we hold on to as we take faith. As we do the things that God has called us to do, we execute and we hold on to his word, waiting patiently as he manifested in our lives, as he fulfills the promise that he gave us, right? In Hebrews 11 and 1, the Greek word elpizo, E-L-P-I-Z-O, is also referenced to hope 
actively waiting for God's fulfillment about the faith he has birth through the power of his love, right? So when you look at that, it's the God's fulfillment of the faith, the actions, the execution that he birthed in us through the power of his love. And so when we hope, we're holding on to that and we're actively waiting. We're not passively waiting. We're actively waiting because Rahab actively waited. What did Rahab do? She did what they told her to do. She got active. She brought her family in. Under those instructions, she hung the cord, and then she waited, because now it is God's job to manifest it, not ours. And you can see even further where this is evident, because in Hebrews, you know, oftentimes Hebrews chapter 11 is referred to some of us who've gone to church or gone, you know, and heard this, and some of you who may have not, it's often referred to the wall of faith. Because as you go through the entire chapter of Hebrew 11, it calls out the heroes of our faith. It calls out the great testimonies of them. Because Hebrews 11 and 1 opens up and tells you that now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good testimony. And then it goes on through the rest of chapter 11 to give you the testimonies of their faith. And well, you have it. Rahab is mentioned on this wall of faith. She is mentioned in verse Hebrew, uh, in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 31, about how her faith and the hope that she clung to that fueled her faith is mentioned there. And so we can take action from understanding this and seeing that this word for hope is also translated in Greek and that they mean to cling to and hold on to and find certainty. And so what I want us to take away is that that is how we walk steadily. We have to cling to something in order to continue to move when it seems like we're in a gray area, when it seems like we're in a space where we can't see God or we've lost our sight. How do we continue to have faith and take action? It's because we walk steadily by holding and clinging on to that scarlet thread, which is his word, right? We hold on to that cord. We hold on to that as the thing that keeps us grounded and keeps us rooted. It's what sustains us as we continue to move forward, knowing that God will fulfill his promise because it's his character too. It's because it's his love. He cannot lie. His word will not return void. He will fulfill his promise. We have to be willing by all means or by any means necessary to stay in the race, to hold true to what God is saying for us and be diligent Right, Because we have to know that he is going to bring it to pass. And so you walk steadily because you cling to hope or you've placed your certainty in the word of God. And now you take faith and you take action using the faith that has been embirthed in you to do what God has called you to do, knowing that he will be sufficient and do his part. He reminds us in Hebrews 11 and 6, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So today my encouragement to you through this wisdom is that you find your certainty in the word of God, knowing that God is pleased because of your faith, and that's all that matters. And your faith is fueled because you cling to the hope that's found in the word of God. 
So go about today and the rest of your day and moving forward. So don't worry about that you can't see him. Don't let yourself be distracted. Let yourself continue to let the work that God is doing in you have its perfect work to strengthen you for the next season so that you will be fueled and free to do exactly what God has called you to do, not burdened by anything else except holding and clinging to his word. Thank you so much for joining us today here on Wisdom Inspired. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.